Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone. This is Paul Marquis and uh, from Ortho Eval Pal, and I just want to say thank you for uh, following Ortho Eval Pal. Uh, we've been having a great time with. Uh, all of the content that we're putting up here and uh, getting a lot of great comments from folks. And uh, today is episode 82, and we're going to be talking about proper sling use, which I know some of you may think, well, how complicated can this be? You know, just wearing a sling, many people do it, um, but there is an appropriate way to wear a sling, and you can really make your f- patients feel like a million bucks with proper sling use. So if you want to hold for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. We'll come back and talk about sling fitting. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So we're going to talk about properly fitting a sling today. And um, I'm a pretty um, I'm pretty particular when it comes to sling fitting because I've seen the difference between having a good fitting and having a bad fitting. Um, so the first thing you need to take into consideration, number one, is you need to know what the diagnosis is, okay? Because you may fit the sling a little bit differently um, if somebody has a rotator cuff repair versus somebody who has, a, let's say, an anterior shoulder dislocation. Uh, Some orthopedic surgeons like to get that arm uh, right up against the belly for a dislocation, and it helps to just uh, let the uh, soft tissues in the front of the shoulder heal up a little bit better and uh, just get them to calm down some. So some people need to be internally rotated a little bit, and others need to be placed in a neutral position like you would with a rotator cuff repair. Um, Number two, you need to um, remember that some slings require a bumper. Now, why is that? Well, when people have a rotator cuff repair, remember when that cuff is torn, um, the rotator cuff retracts. So kind of like an elastic band, if you cut an elastic when it's being stretched on one side, it retracts to the other side. But your rotator cuff does kind of the same thing. So what they do is they shorten up the um, uh they, they take the arm and they put it in the abducted position. They reattach the rotator cuff. And if you just let the arm hang by its, the side, um, it'll put too much stress and strain on that rotator cuff. So using a bumper can keep the arm in a more neutral position and let the um, cuff um, re- heal in a better position uh, with less tension on it. So that bumper can be there for a reason. Um, other folks uh, don't need a bumper, uh, and uh, that uh, will really be up to the uh, physician uh, And then uh, number three, we want to make sure that um, we support that glenohumeral joint. We want your um, the forearm to feel the pressure of the sling so that that arm is resting in the sling um, really well so that the glenohumeral joint is not being separated, okay? So I tell all my patients when I fit them with a sling that they should feel that forearm in in the sling. They should feel like the sling is pulling them up a little bit so it doesn't feel like the shoulder is hanging down, okay? 
Number four, we want the arm to be in a neutral position, okay? So a nice neutral position. You don't want the arm to be externally rotated too much or internally rotated too much. Um, I Because if it's if it's in across the body for too long, especially after a rotator cuff repair, it's very difficult to get the patient into abduction or external rotation. So, um, you know, you know, it's always good to have that in a nice neutral position. Um, and it'll be much more comfortable for the patient. Number five, this is an important one because... This is a big complaint from patients when they wear a sling um, and when they let the uh, arm or the, the wrist hang off of uh, the edge of the sling. So you want that wrist to be supported. So I always make sure that the sling is large enough so that the uh, hand can be supported inside the sling. You don't want the hand to fall off the other side so it just hangs there all day long. Now, there are some slings that have a nice little loop that you can put your thumb in to help support it. But even better than that, if the whole hand can be supported inside the sling, I find that to be much better. Um, number six, um, you want to make sure that shoulder strap is supportive. All right. The shoulder strap is what helps to keep that arm in a, in a supported position so that the rotator cuff isn't working to hold the, uh, humeral head in the glenoid. All right. Because if you think about it, no matter what position you're in, the humeral head's always trying to fall out. Well, if your rotator cuff is working to try to hold it in place and it was just reconstructed, that's not going to be comfortable at all. So it's very important that that shoulder strap be on and supporting the arm really well. So sometimes it requires that you cut some of the straps, put them into a better position. Um, and I oftentimes will, um, will put an extra towel underneath that shoulder strap just so that it, it, it absorbs that shock a little bit and it and it dissipates the force there. Oftentimes these sling straps are too narrow and cause a lot of neck pain and we don't want that. So I'll put a little towel in there to uh, just absorb some of that and that works really, really well. Um, so that's how I like to fit slings. Um, it's very important that uh, these be put on correctly. Oftentimes I see patients who have had rotator cuff repairs and then they come start therapy like four weeks after surgery and they're absolutely miserable. We do a couple adjustments on the sling and they come back the next day and they feel 100% better because they're sleeping better. They're having much less discomfort and it allows that rotator cuff to heal in a little bit better position and whatever else to heal if it's a fracture or if it's a dislocation. So um, if you want to get some uh, information on and, and videos and links to a proper sling use and how to take care of your shoulder after shoulder surgery, um, I did a series of videos and I will put those links in the show notes. So you can just click on those. We have one on uh, how to um, don and doff the sling, how to put it on appropriately, how to uh, take a t-shirt on and off while you're in a sling how to um, do like pendulum exercises, how to appropriately sleep in a sling, in a recliner and or in a bed. And also, you know, what you can do, some tips on how to shower better um, when post-operatively after a shoulder surgery. So I have several videos. Um, I'll put all the links uh, in the show notes for you. And um, if you have any other questions, contact me at orthoevalpal.com and I'd be more than happy to get back in touch with you. So again, folks, Thank you so much for listening, and uh, have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.